family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. Today, my guest is Jared McDonald, and I actually worked with him a while ago, so it was really fun reconnecting with him. Jared is a husband and father. He's also a type 1 diabetic who has achieved and maintained his ideal health, and now his mission is to help others do the same by permanently rebooting their metabolism. Jared, welcome. Thanks, Emily. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. And I am really intrigued with this rebooting your metabolism. You know, it, that just sounds like a real helpful thing to do. So how did you learn about this? Yeah, so it, it started with my own journey, as, as many of us it does. Um, I've been, you know, I've struggled with chronic disease my whole life and, and somewhat struggled with my weight. I was never like that really lean I was an I was an athlete. I played sports, but I was never like my friends. They, I was a little chubbier than them. And anyway, it got worse as I got older. In, in college, I found myself overweight. But really, what happened? My wife got sick when we first got married, and so we went into this big long journey of health. And um, I ended up losing a bunch of weight, about fifty pounds, and um, then started kind of just on this new way of life, a new way of living um, that allowed me to maintain the weight. And I didn't have to do all that typical stuff, right? The like counting calories and killing myself in the gym and all the shakes and stuff that people do with weight loss. It was more for me just about being healthy. And I started diving into it more. And um, where you and I used to work, we used to work with kids a lot. And um, I kind of transitioned from there to a, a place doing something similar with kiddos, but I started also coaching the nutrition there. So that's kind of how I got into it professionally. And personally, it was more my own story of struggling with you know, health issues and my wife and we got into it that way. But then professionally, I kind of moved into the coaching, you know, nutrition side of things and where I was working. And then from there started working with practitioners and, and things like that. And then eventually moved online and now work with people remotely kind of all over. So that's kind of the journey that I've been on um, over the last few years as far as how, how I got into it. And I'm just calculating from when we last worked together, I'm thinking this has been a journey of, what, five to ten years that you've been studying, and I think that's so valid, that you start with yourself. You know, I, I don't know that I would trust taking advice from a health coach who didn't look so healthy themselves. So you, you found help for yourself first, and now you're in a position, did, did your research and you know what what motivation what better motivation is there on just improving your own health and then applied it professionally yeah yeah great so how does one go about rebooting their metabolism yeah so this is a this is an interesting concept and is takes some in-depth understanding we'll keep it simple though so most of the time people think of weight gain and your metabolism kind of coinciding if you have a slow metabolism metabolism you're going to gain weight and we often think of it like this imaginary bucket in our body where as long as i don't fill that bucket up with calories and overflow i won't gain weight 
um, right? And we kind of think like, as soon as my, my too many calories come in, I'm going to start storing fat. Well, it's, it's different than that actually in how our bodies work because they've done just tons of research on all sorts of things that affect how the body works and what makes it actually store fat. And there's some specific things, but it actually comes down to stress. So stress is a really, really phenomenal, interesting thing where like if you imagine you're running from a tiger, the tiger, the signals that your brain is getting is that you're stressed and there's some, some harmful thing that's going to be happening to you. So what it does is it actually slows your metabolism down to store energy so that you can get away from that tiger and have the energy to do so. Even though it doesn't know how long it's going to take, it just keeps storing energy long enough to get away. And so that's one of the first things that happens. Now, a couple of other things happen with like stress hormones, like cortisol and blood sugars and insulin and all these, this whole process within your body. And those things as well start to damage the metabolism and how your body uses energy and if it needs to store fat. So when your blood sugars are out of balance and there's things like inflammation in the body, which inflammation is kind of connected to all sorts of stuff like childhood disorders, depression, anxiety, weight gain. I mean, you, you pretty much name it, inflammation's there. Um, so as this whole stress response starts to happen, this whole cascade of effects happens, it slows the metabolism down. So the first, first key I always say in understanding how to reboot the metabolism is understanding what causes a slow metabolism. So that's kind of the, the basis of it. And then the way you actually kind of on a high level, the way you actually fix the metabolism and get it working and reboot it is to address those root cause issues or address the stress response in the body and make sure we're, you know, balancing out a lot of those issues that we, you know, like the hormones and the blood sugar and that kind of thing. So that's kind of on a high level. We can obviously dive as deep as we want on that, but that's kind of the high level of it all. It sounds very individual. It sounds like there really isn't a, this works for everybody because everyone handles stress differently. So is that what you found too? Yeah, absolutely. And there's definitely like uh, everybody, you know, we're all human. Like you and I are both human and, and someone in, in Asia or Europe or, or Mexico, they're all human as well. So we do have some, some similarities, of course, like our anatomical and biological needs are, are fairly similar. Now, our macro and micronutrient needs are also fairly similar. There's going to be some variants. So some of the physical stuff, like when we talk about what what destroys your hormones is going to be a similar thing that destroys my hormones or gets them out of balance or whatever but then there's also the mental component and and so each thing has to be somewhat individualized because there is a huge mental component of things like i've i've spent a lot of years myself in like addiction recovery for food addiction and i've i've worked with the kiddos for many many years and adults now on on food related problems and there's a lot of stress and a lot of emotions that go into that so that's one of the things that i incorporate into my process is we have to help kind of reboot the mental side of things which is totally individual and everybody does respond to stress differently and then we have to also reboot the physical stuff as far as the hormones and that and and that can be similar for both of us, but there is going to be some individualized kind of tailored things for you because you might have different needs than I do. So yeah, so it's, it, that's kind of the process that we go through of working on both of those sides of things. It sounds like you're taking a look at how someone looks at food, you know, like their attitude about food in addition to just what they eat. I'm curious too, I have to ask this question. Have you found that in general, it is easier for men to lose weight than women. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the average is, I'll just, I mean, this is kind of what I see in my program with, with us. The average weight loss that men will see is 35 pounds in six weeks. And the average weight loss that women will see is 25 pounds. So just to give you kind of example that yes, men lose weight faster than women for sure. Yeah. But they can, 
they, you know, it's, it's a different journey and maybe a little longer, yep. but it is still possible. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and I've seen, I mean, I've seen women lose just tremendous amounts of weight or if they only have 15 pounds to lose or that last 20 or whatever, like we can do that as well. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but I, you know, I, I have a lot of women right now in my program who've all lost over 30 pounds in the last six weeks. Um, so they can lose a lot of weight too, and they can do it really fast as well. So it totally, I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter too. Like it doesn't matter how old women get. It doesn't matter their life experience. It doesn't matter how many diets they've been on and the yo-yos and the fad diet, yeah. everything they've tried. Like they're not doomed to be overweight. Like I have people who are tell me I've tried everything. I've been to a nutritionist and I've had trainers and doctors tell me that my body is just hardwired this way to, to store fat uh -huh. and I'll never be different. And I say, well, everybody's body's hardwired to store fat. It's just understanding how to get it to not store fat and that can actually help you lose it. And so they can, you know, lose hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. And we're not, you're not talking about losing all of the fat. We need yeah, some fat. Talk, absolutely. I'm talking about, yeah, there's actually three kinds Losing of fat. what you don't need. Yeah, it's the bad stuff we want to get rid of. It's all the stuff that sits in the belly and the butt and the thumb and yeah. that kind of area. And that's, it's called abnormal fat. It's all the unhealthy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that makes sense. And I'm intrigued with the amounts that they're losing in six weeks. And some would argue that, you know, that's, that's faster than is healthy. And my thought too is, can someone sabotage their, their progress? And maybe, you know, they're, maybe they, for whatever reason, go off the program or, okay, well, one question at a time. First of all, what, have, what has your research shown about the, the rate of losing weight? Yeah, so, so here's kind of what most people would say, like you shouldn't lose large amounts of weight in short amounts of time in general. Like they're, and the reason why is one, it's unhealthy, and two, they're going to gain it back. So if you can address those issues of why it's unhealthy and why they gain it back, then it actually can be healthy and they'll never gain it back. And so one of the reasons why, like if you were to lose, so my averages are about 20 to 45 pounds in six weeks, which is actually the, the medical average of like if someone were to go to do weight loss surgery, that's generally what they lose as well. So from the medical standard, they actually say that's fine. Okay. You know, so, but most like, you know, fitness trainers will be like, no, you should only lose like one or two pounds a week. But the problem is, is they're, they, they're taking the approach of exercise and, and eating less. Right. And problem is they're not taking into account what that does to the brain. If you eat less, your brain doesn't understand the difference between eating less and actually being in a famine. And so it actually stores more fat because it feels like it's starving. And the brain really doesn't understand, like if you're killing yourself in the gym, it doesn't understand the difference between running on from a tiger and running on a treadmill. Yeah. It just stresses to your brain. So what happens is if you're forcing your body to lose all this weight and it feels stressed, it's absolutely going to be unhealthy. So that's where you help support the body in the right way with the right food, just using real food, real nutrients from food. And then you change, you know, some of the thinking patterns. Uh, people can lose weight super fast and it's totally healthy. I mean, I've, I've had, I've never had somebody with high blood pressure, high cholesterol, type two diabetes, um, you know, all those things like not go away. I, everybody that comes through my process gets healthier. They have more energy, they're sleeping better. Those are all signs that the body's actually getting healthier. So from what we've seen, everybody gets healthier and we see some really cool averages of weight loss. My focus is getting healthy first and the weight will come second. I think that's kind of the main mentality that people take is stop focusing on weight loss. Let's focus on health and then the weight loss will happen. I, I love that. We tend to focus on the scale 
Yep. And that's only part of the story. And as you talk, I can he I understand better now how different your approach is. You're not trying to force that weight loss. You're not putting the body under stress. Yep. I yeah, yeah that I can I can see why that would be very effective. Yeah, and we so one of the ways we help do this is we actually have people not exercise for the first six weeks. Uh-huh. And I know that's totally backwards for people. They're like, wait, aren't you supposed to exercise to lose weight? And I go, no, 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 no. Because we want your body to be in a really, it's called your parasympathetic nervous system. It's your rest and digest state. And so if it's in a fight or flight, the, the, it never wants to get rid of fat. So you have to help it feel comfortable releasing the fat stores. And so that's what we do is we support the body so that it can release the fat store. So, and then we talk about then how do you keep the weight off long-term? Cause it's great to lose a bunch of weight really fast, but then, you know, you oh, can't, yeah. you know, you gotta be able to keep it off. I think keeping the weight off is 90% of the battle. There's a lot of ways yes. to lose it. Keeping it off is key. And so that's, that for me is the most fun part is keeping the weight off because I teach people how to do it where they don't have to kill themselves in the gym. They can still have treats. They can still travel. They can go out to eat. They can do all those things. And you know, it's totally sustainable because it, and that's, that's the key to keeping the weight off is just learning how to think differently and then also change the behaviors that go along with that. I, I, yeah, this makes so much sense. And I'm one of those people who have, you know, lost the weight, gained it back, lost the weight. Yeah. And, and, and I, and looking back, it's because it was never sustainable. I would just go on this really vigorous program and, and just drop in the pounds. But I remember getting to a point where I was just, I just can't do this anymore. I remember yeah. thinking, I am tired of always being hungry and sore. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. What's the point? I should just have pizza yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Tell me the chocolate. And that's, that's the thing. <laughs> exactly. And I teach people. So going back to kind of the root cause, like if you think about. There's a couple of things that cause stress on your body. It's not just emotions. There's actually physical stressors and there's chemical stressors. So if we can eliminate a lot of the stress that food is causing on our body, that doesn't mean you can never have pizza again or you can never have bread. In fact, I had toast today with like peanut butter and honey on it. You know, like I love that. So I had some toast, like bread, right? Like people are like, how do you eat bread and keep the weight off? Uh, we had cinnamon rolls on Sunday. And like, I don't like, trust me, I'm not one to just take like a bite. I'm one to eat like two or three of them. And so it's, it's one of those things where it's all about eliminating a lot of the stress that comes from the body. So it's about doing things differently about maybe changing up some of the ingredients. So it's not that you can't do it. It's just about doing it the right way. And it's the same thing with exercise. It's not to say that exercise is bad or good. It's just how do you do it the right way so that you can achieve the goals long-term because some exercise is bad that it will hurt hurt your body and some exercise, uh, meaning it'll cause stress and some exercise won't. So it's just learning how to do things the right way long-term. So you don't have to do that like crash course, yo-yo dieting, lose it all. And then like go off the rails because you're tired of chicken and broccoli all day, you know, or, or killing yourself in the gym. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. you totally can yeah. do it sustainably. It's just learning how to tweak those, you know, right ingredients and make sure that the food is not causing a lot of that chemical or physical stress inside the body. So it sounds like some work on the mindset, helping them change their thinking, and then providing, and again, it sounds like it's individualized support on diet, exercise, and getting, working to, to reboot, change their metabolism. And just curious, have you ever had the case, and 
you know, I, I, I just have seen it happen with other programs where someone gets in it, they're not, they don't want to follow it. They just, how do you encourage someone when they get to that point? Yeah. Well, I think all of us get there at some point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's way more fun to eat pizza, drink soda. Like it's, it's way easier, Anything right? Anything we want. Yeah. Right. Like it's way easier. So everybody gets to that point. But one of the things we do, and, and I will say this, there are a, a few people, I can count them on maybe one or two hands out of hundreds of clients I've worked with that literally just didn't do the program. They just gave up and I, I couldn't get a hold of them. I'm texting them. I'm calling them. Yeah. Like, hey, like, yeah. where are you at? Like, let's go. So there's only a few, um, but there are people, most people at some point during the process that we work together, they don't, they get off the plan. They, you know, it's, they went on vacation or it's a birthday and they had some cake or they, whatever. And, and the thing is, is health is, is really, it's not like an all or nothing thing. And that's like a, that's a dieting mentality. If you think you're either on or off your diet, well, that's a that's an incorrect thinking pattern. What we really have to be thinking about is we're either moving forward or we're moving backwards. It's just which direction are we headed right then? It's it's more of a continuum, and so it's it's shifting how we think about food and getting out of that dieting mentality, and then also creating the identity of who you want to be. And so, like for instance, if you if you truly saw yourself as a healthy person, it would be very easy to no longer eat sugar. But if you saw yourself as a person who wasn't that healthy, but you wanted to get healthy, but you love sugar, it's a, it's a difference between trying to change just the behavior versus actually changing who you are. And so if you're just yeah. trying to change your behavior by doing some sort of strict diet, it's not going to work if you don't actually see yourself as that healthy person. So that's where the mindset work, kind of the, the beliefs systems that people hold. And this is where a lot of my like background in psychology and training and, and food addiction, like that we work a ton on helping people create the identity of who they are and who they want to become. Um, and, and not just in health, but in all aspects of life and yeah. know how to actually take those right actions as well that kind of are in line with that identity. So, but then I'm there, like I, I, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with people. I've got a daily tracker that I have them fill out. So there's lots of accountability. There's lots of support. So if someone's off the plan, I'm texting them going, Hey, like, Emily, what's up? Like, where are you at? Like, I see that you're, you're not following the plan. Like what's going on. And then, you know, I try to, I try to give them a little pep talk or whatever, like get them to, to see and realize what they truly want. And then we come up with a plan to get them back on track. And I would say you're only one choice away from being right back on track. So just take one choice and uh -huh. let's just move forward now. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. worry about next week and next month. Let's just right now, let's move forward. So yeah, we see it all the time. I do it still, you know, you get off plan and you just, you get up, you get headed in the oh, yeah. direction. It's yeah. all about just stepping back into that right direction. But it sounds like your approach is more encouraging than censoring or scolding or. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because again, like I, I don't want to, it's not going to do me any good no. to like beat somebody up and tell them. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, they're, I've they're, heard they're bad of, because I've been there. I've been, a, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, it doesn't help. You know, you're already beating yourself up. It doesn't help if someone else joins in. Nope. So do you mainly work with uh, individuals one-on-one? -on -one? Do you have uh, groups or just, just mostly one-on-one -on -one coaching? Yeah, so I do mostly one-on-one. -on -one. There is a group component to it. Um, we use some online resources like Facebook and some private groups and stuff like that. So we're sharing recipes and I do trainings and there's some group calls and things like that. But I do mostly one-on-one -on -one messaging, actually hop on the phone call with people, that kind of thing. And that, that the group component is quite often helpful to yeah. know, you know, we're all in this together. We're on in this journey together. 
but you're right. The one-on-one, it would need to be individualized because of the wide variety. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just people's life circumstance. I mean, a mom with five kids is going to be very different than a single guy who, you know, just does his own thing or a a person who travels for work. Right. So we are going to do the one-on-ones for that, but then we also have the group component to get that community support saying, yeah, we're in this together. Like we can do this. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, addressing their individual challenges. And that sounds great. Absolutely. So I've been to your website. I think it's really neat. And you talk about a, a, tell me about the free case study. That one just grabbed my eye. Yeah. So in the, in this, uh, it's just a, a quick little video that I put together that walks through. I share my story a bit and kind of what I went through, kind of what I've shared here. But what I really walk through is what actually makes people gain weight. Because if you can understand what slows your metabolism down, like we said, and what makes you gain weight, then you can actually stop that process. And weight gain is all a survival mechanism. If fat storage on your body is just your brain's way of trying to keep you alive. So I talk about that process and then how to actually address it. Um, so I actually dive a little bit more than we even did today into the, some of the science. And I, I walk through kind of some of the hormones and things that happen and then how to actually start addressing some of that. Share some, some client stories and, and that kind of thing as well and some of the progress that they've seen also. So it's a really great place to get information on just what's actually making me gain weight and then what can I do to actually reverse that process and make it actually stop gaining weight and, and actually lose the weight, you know, permanently. Yes. And you shared some before and after pictures, photos with me Yeah, that I'll have on my website too. Those are, those are, those are impressive. So yeah. So tonight we're doing a, a live interview with uh, one of my clients and her mom who both did the program and she's lost about the girl is 28 years old, lost 65 pounds in the last like five or six months. And um, she struggled with her weight since she was a teenager. And it's, it's really inspiring. And her mom saw some really good progress too. She lost like 38 pounds in like six weeks. She's in her 50s. She's a really busy woman, you know, owns a business. But it's really inspiring. If you don't believe that you can achieve your health goals, just go listen to someone who also believes that. And then once they've achieved it and they've gotten the results, it's there's a lot of fun stuff on my website for just hearing those stories and live videos. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I believe it that, you know, hearing someone else's success lets you know you can do it, too. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That is great. So to learn more, best way to, for people to contact you is through your website. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Rebootmymetabolism.com. Um, you just think of yourself. I want to reboot my metabolism. So go to rebootmymetabolism.com. You can watch that case study video. That's uh, a great place to learn. I actually, in that video, I break down kind of the components of the metabolism, how we reboot it in the program, what we include all, I mean, it's a, a lot, very intense, very in-depth weight, uh, program to help people attain their health. So it's not like the typical, hey, I'm going to sh- send you a box of shakes or something. Uh, you know, we work one-on-one with people to get their results. So it's all broken down there and goes through all the details of that. Awesome. Awesome. Jared, thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to, you'd like to tell us? Just that, you know, it's, it's possible for anybody to achieve their health and uh, for your family's health. Uh, you know, obviously us taking control of our health influences our children and our kiddos. And, and that's where I spent most of my time is uh, working with kids. And it's amazing to see the change that happens for them when we improve our health. I mean, behavioral issues and focus and all sorts of stuff. So I just, I always want to leave the, the message of hope because I know that's a hard thing for people that have tried and failed, but it is possible to achieve whatever goal you want with your health. 
Um, it's just about changing and getting our bodies healthy and the way we think healthy. So absolutely possible. Awesome. I love it. Wonderful message. And I'll have a link to your website on my page. Jared, thank you so much for your time and sharing your, your, your passion. I can tell this is something you care deeply about. And thank you for telling us about it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Okay. You have a great day. You as well. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.